Welcome to 24 Keras. I'm Kelly Johnson, founder and CEO of Keras by KJE. Um, we are week three of a series on mental health awareness, and our guest is Brittany Cannon, an LPC, um, who is practiced privately as well as um, within corporate environments. Um, I'm personally learning a lot, and I hope that you are too. We'd love to see your feedback about this series and others, so be sure to comment and let us know. Uh, Brittany, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think today, let's let's talk about um, the stigma mm -hmm. of mental health because right so far we've talked about like why it's important and sure. maybe some even things that we can do as individuals to help support mental health but we have to address the elephant in the room when it comes to this topic that you know it's there's a lot of stigma and stereotypes around just mental health so what can we do on an individual level and even organizationally to help overcome that? Sure. I think it's being careful about what we say. Um, we've all heard the term thrown around, you know, she's bipolar, you know, the weather's being schizophrenic today, which is an improper analogy, um, but that's on my mental health horse, right? <laughs> um, but we all hear these things, right, thrown around just daily. And when an individual struggles with those that diagnosis or diagnoses it, it's not a joke right and I think that because we tend to throw those terms around oh I'm depressed I'm and you may be but is it because you know that emotionally you're depressed or you're depressed because something didn't go your way right um, and that's your response right um, and I think Again, continuing to talk about it um, and share experiences, it's nothing to be afraid of from people because, you know, um, ADHD is a mental health diagnosis. Being on the autism spectrum is an ADH, um, is a mental health diagnosis. All of these things, right? Substance use is a mental health diagnosis. And so I think that we don't really understand anything that affects the brain is mental health mm -hmm. um, and so I think having those conversations around it and and it's not anything that we've done wrong it's a chemical imbalance in our brains um, and we would treat diabetes which is a chemical imbalance in our body um, we would treat high blood pressure in the same way right if we had you know if our leg was broken and maybe it's not a long-term thing but for right now this is this is something that's really a struggle for me to deal with. Um, and, and, and put it in those terms, right? If we would do the same for our physical body, why not for our mental health, right? And our mental health impacts all of our body, right? If I'm not functioning properly mentally, then my, my, my blood flow is not the same, right? My, my nervous system is not the same. You know, I, my cognitions aren't the same. And so I think, that just having these conversations, um, my family probably gets sick of me because they, you know, I'm always correcting them. You know, she's, you know, I don't know if they're schizophrenic or something. I'm like, no, absolutely they're not. And it's not a joking <laughs> term, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. and the technical term would be. Um, and so, and I think that it's, it's making sure that we open that space to one, have the conversations, to not judge, to give grace, um, you know, I have a friend that 
struggles with bipolar disorder and goes through her phases, right? And there's been conversations where she's told me she wants to kill me. I know that that's not, right, who she is. Um, And then has had to come back and apologize to me. And that shame, you know, she's like, I thought you wouldn't want to talk to me again. I'm like, I no, I love you. You know, I know that that's a struggle. I can't imagine. I'm just glad you're doing better, right? And so I think in understanding too, it's a lot of, it can be a lot of trial and error and medications. So giving people the grace to figure it out um, and not being judgmental, not being um, accusatory, you know, something's wrong with you. <laughs> Get yourself together, right? You need to go see somebody. Well, that sounds very aggressive and very condescending, right? Right. And so how we say things um, and the love and compassion that we say it with is really important. Um, but I do think that, you know, as far as the stigma, I think conversation, um, because it, we, we're, we're seeing people come being more open, being more expressive. Um, but it's still, it's still really hard. I think it's one of the most, you know, difficult things for people to talk about. Um, you'll, you'll hear people say, oh, my sugar's high, you know, you know, you don't really hear people say, oh, my serotonin levels are up today. <laughs> right. And so you don't, we don't just throw around those terms, but I think it would be amazing if we did, yeah. you know, and, and part of that is being in touch with our feelings and our emotions and what is going on internally. I think we are in this, I'm fine society, right? We ask how you're doing, but we don't really want to know. How's your day going? We just want you to say, oh, it's great and keep it moving. We don't really want to hear the answers. So I think reducing the stigma is having those conversations and slowing down the energy so that you can really engage with someone and connect to to see if they really are okay. Yeah. Yeah. Man, okay, you've said a lot that is like so good. Um, one One of my quick kind of observations is you're encouraging us to really pay attention to our feelings. Mm-hmm. That definitely makes sense. But I'm thinking about in the workplace, we're told not to feel. Right. We're told not to talk about our feelings for well, sure. Produce. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you spend the majority of your time at work. So the majority of our messages are don't pay attention to how you feel. Just do your work. Right. Mm-hmm. Just perform on top of the stigma, the taboo. Um, and the, the, the insensitive comments and jokes that we make, sure. right? So I, I love, it does start with education and conversation. Um, so I love what you're saying about that. And, and even just being more aware yeah. of, like, it's not okay to use that as a jokey term. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think we've learned what language is not inclusive for some areas, but not, like I think mental health is, it's kind of a frontier, like a new frontier for a lot of us. It is, So it is. And it takes a lot of courage to open up about you being atypical, right? Out of of what is considered the norm, right? And you're functioning. Um, And so, and I think it's just, it's just hugely important because we're seeing the prevalence of what happens when we ignore it. And what happens when we don't take care of ourselves? Um, suicide has increased, mass shootings, right? There's this, this, this conversation about their mental health afterwards, right? And that's the wrong time to have the conversation because afterwards, 
yes, it does work, right? But what if we're proactive instead of reactive in our, in our processes and our engagement with people? I think there should be more funding, right? Mental health is lowly funded. Um, it can be hard to attain. It can be hard to find a psychiatrist. It can be hard to, what are the steps, right? It's what's the difference between a psychiatrist and a therapist. I get called Dr. Brittany all the time and I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I can't prescribe medicines, medications. Um, what is therapy, right? People wonder, well, I don't, what what am I going to talk about? You know, and then you go and you just talk, Right. right? It's not this, they're not analyzing you in that way or picking apart your words. They're, they're, their role is to help support you and help you make those connections and meanings so that you can flourish, right? And move forward in life in those places that you're stuck in. Yeah. And I, I mean, you've helped me personally also just see the importance of, or have a different perspective about medication, mm-hmm. right? Like what you said about, you know, if someone has diabetes, high blood pressure, which are very common, very prevalent, no one really questions taking medication for that, right? And really just recognizing that there are imbalances in the brain and and those imbalances impact other systems in our body as well. So we're doing more harm by not seeking um, kind of different therapeutic uh, remedies. Um, There's something you just said that I wanted to kind of um, tap into a little bit more. Oh, goodness, I I lost my train (laughs) of thought. But um, I think just... Talk a little bit more about um, how we can move beyond the stigmas um, to get help. Um, what can what could I do um, if I see someone who is struggling? Because you you're right. Like after the mass shooting, it's a little late. Yeah, it's a little late. Absolutely. So Absolutely. maybe help us. You know, those of us who feel like, well, I'm just I'm nobody. What can I do? Mm-hmm. Maybe help us have mm-hmm. some tangible takeaways. Yeah, for sure. And I think even what you said, Kelly, like just with the diabetes and the high blood, we're expected to take medication, right? right? If you don't, there's this thought of why would you not? Right. Right. And so, but there's not that same, it's the opposite with mental health. They, individuals tend to think that I can just get over it. Right. And I'll muscle through it, but you wouldn't muscle through high blood pressure or, you know, high cholesterol, things of that nature. So I think that getting involved, right? Um, looking for signs. You know, I think we miss a lot because we're in our cell phones, we're on our computers, we're not engaged in people. We don't see necessarily some of the same things that we used to see in the past, right? Because we're not as connected as a people. There's not a picking up the phone and calling. It's sending a text and, you know, it's a 40 character tweet, you know? And so we're not really engaging with people. We want to give them a minimum but not connecting. And so, and I think finding, if, you, if you're a social media person, finding mental health resources that, so they come up on your phone, right? Finding things that have quotes about mental health and, and development and growth so that you're tempering some of those things that the shopping, the music, the this, the that, right? That don't really feed your soul. Incorporate some of those things so they come through in your feed as well, right? And a lot of times we'll find that Hmm. That sparks a thought, right? Maybe I don't necessarily do anything with it, but it sparked something. Um, and so, and I think that if you want to get involved, I think there's so many ways to, right? But I think 
the first way to get involved is, is, is checking your own mental health. Yeah. Right. And taking those steps for yourself um, and doing what needs to be done um, just to make sure you're in your best place. Yeah. Um, it's, it's to me, it's no different than working out. Right. It, it just builds those muscles. It builds those that mental capacity for certain situations um, and develop health. Right. And develop healthy responses and boundaries and all of those things as well. Yeah, that's so important. And I think, you know, just to get on, I think to get on a little bit of a soapbox, mm -hmm. I think my frustration with the stigma, it's bad enough that there's a lot of stigmas around mental health, but I think our healthcare system um, doesn't help make it easier. It doesn't. You it know? doesn't. I agree. You know, mm -hmm. it's, um, there's some even kind of EAP programs where you can't even choose the person you talk to, sure. right? Mm -hmm. And so, but I can choose my primary care doctor, right. but I can't choose my mental health provider. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so I think, unfortunately, we've got some, a lot of flaws we do. in the systems mm -hmm. that are supposed to help us. Sure. Um, you know, healthcare plans don't limit the number of doctor's appointments you can go to about diabetes. Right. Right. Let's just start there. Right. right? Like mm -hmm. um, counseling sessions, there's just a lot of limitations, limitations on the type of care we can seek. So I don't want you to have to say anything about your industry <laughs> that, you know, yeah, I'll, but that's just one of my personal frustrations and what I've seen. I, I agree. It's not easily accessible. Yeah. Right. And then it's it can be hard to find. You know, I want someone that I can feel like I can connect with. Right. As an individual. And so. Um, but I think that we get into a mode, you can still connect. I can still connect with a white male, right? right? Okay. I can still connect with a Hispanic male as long as they understand, right? What I'm going through. And so I think too, you know, it can be, I tell people, and this is an interesting analogy, it can be like dating, right? <laughs> Finding the right person to connect with for, about your mental health, like, I, you know, I might think my therapist is great and you might think they're terrible, right? Well, I might think your husband is terrible. And you right. might, I think mine is great, you yeah. know, and those things, right? So there's someone for everyone. Don't just get stuck on, oh, I went once and it didn't work, yeah. right? Um, because we go to restaurants, you know, we'll try it again. Maybe we didn't like it, but we'll try different things again. Um, just again, it's finding that person that's for you. And it could be the one that you least expect. That's true. Right. And so just taking that opportunity to try people out and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Just keep yeah. trying. That's just the most trying. important thing. Yes. So good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. This has been a really good conversation about mental health, things that we can do to minimize the stigma and the stereotypes, the negative stereotypes associated with mental health um, and wellness and well-being. Um, this has been another episode of 24 Karis, where we help you live out your commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Be sure to, to share this episode. If you care about people, this is such an easy way. Brittany has already shared with us. Do something on social media. This one episode could really help someone um, that you don't even know about. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for taking the time to care about those who are around you. And until next time, we'll see you soon. <laughs>